I V M. Welcome to All Things Policy, a daily podcast supported by Pragati, a flagship media initiative of the Dakshashila Institution. We're a bunch of policy nerds based in Bengaluru, and we like to bring a fresh perspective to Indian affairs and an Indian perspective to global affairs. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us for today's chat. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of All Things Policy, podcast of the Takshila Institution. And in today's episode, I have with me Harshit Kukreja. Hi, Harshit. How are you? Hi, Kala. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. So me and Harshit are back to discuss what is, uh, you know, evolving to be a very interesting project by Harshit and that's Insights from Biology. And in today's episode, I think we're going to have a very interesting discussion, although I'm going to be asking him a lot more questions than, you know, than the other way around. So, uh, Harshit, so you wanted to talk about a couple of concepts uh, in this episode today, right? So one is a costly information theory and the other one is a learning biases. So do you want to just give a sort of background to this concept and what we can expect from this episode going forward? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So this is sort of a continuation of our attempt to make more people interested in the biology and policy uh, direction we want to take at Takshashila. So in this episode, we'll focus mainly on the costly information theory and learning biases. Costly information theory, basically the funda is that information is costly for a person to acquire. So you want accurate information at the most cost-effective way. And to do that, you have people have developed certain biases, certain cognitive biases, which help them sort of like extract the most accurate information at the most cost-effective way. So hmm. this is how humans have been evolving and we have been learning from each other and adapting. Okay. So, I mean, if you can maybe um, just set the ball rolling in terms of what this cost information theory comprises of and like if there are any examples that you can maybe you know shed light on this so i mean you can illustrate this with an example and maybe then we can take it from there yeah basically if you make a two by two i I don't know why nowadays i like making two by twos a lot so if you Mm -hmm. make a two by two and you look at the top right quadrant that is and on the x-axis you have cost effectiveness on the y-axis you have accuracy and on the top right quadrant, you have high accuracy and high cost effectiveness. This is the quadrant that we want to be in because we want to acquire information, which is for anything. For instance, if you want to be a good cricket player, you want to learn that by not spending too much energy on that, by not spending too much energy on learning how to be the best cricket player. You want maybe almost everybody wants to sort of have a cheat book on how to do whatever they want to do and basically emulate others' successes. So this is the old concept which a lot of economists also use and this is basically a trade-off between procuring information at accurate behavioral information at high cost and less accurate information at lower cost. So we aim to be in the topmost quadrant where the information is also sufficiently accurate and as accurate as possible. And the cost is also not that much. So to do all this, we have learned certain cultural or cognitive biases. 
that are allowing us to acquire useful trade from other people at a lower cost hence avoiding the costly process of getting the information mm. so this is the crux of the theory this is how we have been functioning and i think it will become more clear as we talk about the biases the examples and it will become much more clear and much more understandable yeah no i wanted to actually uh, you know just push you on this in terms of you said that you know we like to emulate what others have done or basically you know success stories or models of success and we try and emulate them but there's also this you know idea that which is always in the back of our mind that you know this might be a shortcut you know this might be a quick fix to something that we want to achieve or you know sort of acquire in terms of knowledge so do you see any what do you call as any you know say leanings or biases that try to push back against this tendency right so you spoke about the high accuracy but in many cases it may not be the most accurate way of say emulating a person because you know let's say for instance if you're trying to emulate a cricketer that cricketer may have practiced in very different circumstances very different sort of context to the one that you're in right so it may not be highly accurate in being able to emulate them so what has been the pushback against these tendencies among humans yeah so there's one more sort of like a trigger a one one more bias one more sort of a tendency that mm-hmm. we try to emulate people that we see as being similar to ourselves so for instance i'll see somebody who was maybe my batchmate and now is a maybe a very successful businessman my chances of trying to emulate him the chances of mm. me like fixating and trying to emulate him is much more than trying to emulate maybe somebody sitting somewhere in europe so i try to humans try not i but generally everybody we try to see and look for people who were in similar circumstances or who with whom we can associate so that is why people want sort of for instance women want women at higher levels women want a women president but like, even though the women president may or may not enact women friendly policies or may not push for women friendly policies and governance but mm. women tend to associate with her more and because of this association they have that familiarity and they and now the tendency to emulate the tendency to look upon a highly successful person and when you also see that they are very similar to who you are so the sort of the thinking that this may not be a correct way because maybe they are very dissimilar to me i don't know what they did that tends to sort of cool down mm. so you also that is why representation at certain times and certain level matter so that inspiration thing this boils down to this you were inspired by seeing a senior scientist from your village sitting at isro so then mm. you are much more likely to emulate try to emulate them got it so you are looking at a few biases in this context so you want to give us a rundown of what those biases are and what they mean in specific yeah. context so biases there are there is a lot of like flow charty division so first we have content and context mm. biases i'll i'll use examples tell me any time i go down that rabbit hole and not understandable so content biases these are sort of direct biases for instance maybe i look at you 
and say that you break a coconut and that leads to your you break a coconut maybe every day before you open your shop and your shop is highly successful so i'll look at that breaking of coconut and what i'll do is when i'll sow my crops i'll also break the coconut and now i'm associating that certain ritual the content the content of the ritual with success so i'm thinking that because you break a coconut and that breaking of coconut is leading to your shop being very successful i'll also break a coconut before i sow my crops so my crops will also be like very a good crop or bountiful crop there is a causal you try to ascribe yeah and i'm also i'm not trying to sort of see the context i'm just seeing that oh you are breaking a coconut oh so this is how this is the basic sort of the premise for a lot of rituals this is a premise for a lot of rituals you do some kind of rituals before you you do a sort of a i don't know what you call that in it's called a shubh kaam i don't know what you call that in english you do an auspicious yeah i mean i yeah. might be wrong here but huh? you yeah, do an auspicious yeah. thing so you have certain rituals that is based on this content bias so you try to see that oh other people this is i did this when i was doing x and that x was very successful so i'll also do this when i do the y and y will also be very successful Got the it. next is context biases context biases i have a very nice example this i tend to use anywhere so sort of a new phd candidate joins a department and she is aiming for tenure okay so you have entered the department what do you do and you are aiming for tenure you look at your seniors and see whom should you learn from your tenured seniors to achieve your goal of getting tenure so and you also want to collect this information at the lowest cost possible for the first bias out of context bias these are indirect biases we have prestige so you will see that how other people behave towards that certain individual and if people are behaving very nicely and giving respect for the lack of a better word respect to a person and everybody is doing that so you will see that this person is very he has the prestige and you will try to emulate that but you now you want to go a step further and you want to spend more energy to get more accurate information so for all the people you found in this for all the list you made you will now look you will pull everybody's cv and count their publications and divide this by the year since maybe phd so this will give you a rough measure of success so this is success bias first we had prestige prestige was you looked at how people behaved with that person second is success you saw that how many publications they made per year but now you decide that tenure is super important for you you want to get the most accurate information you can get even if it takes you a lot of time resources that is at a high cost so you look at the people who were sort of high ranking in prestige and success and you pull out all their papers and you read their papers and then you first see that who has a style similar to yours and similar topics uh, similar interests similar to yours and then you see who is the best sort of the researcher or professor in that department so this is the skill bias so you first looked at prestige at a low cost then you looked at success at a medium cost and then you looked at skill at a high cost 
So this is context biased, and because she wanted tenure and she was willing to spend a lot of resources and time, she went for the skill bias, and then she found the person. So mm-hmm. after she did all this, she was now able to start imitating the person she found to be like the top most ranked according to her assessment. After spending resources and getting sort of the most accurate information possible. Yeah, no, this is quite interesting. Ashish, let's take a short break and you know come back and maybe talk about the other biases uh, sure, in the sure, context sure. of your research. Hi, we're back from that short break. Harshil, yeah. So I really like at least this concept, these concepts. I like all the concepts, but these especially I like from what we have been trying to extract. And uh, in this series, we have the last series of biases is conformity bias. The tendency of you to conform to something, conform to societal norms, conform to everything what happens, conform to whatever Basically, the rules the people have said conform to culture. So there are basically two types. One is informational conformity. Second is normative conformity. Informational is when people are actually altering their private opinion and beliefs about something. For instance, I believe I have seen you do something, and now I believe that this is the good way or correct way to do it, and I'll do that. The second is normative conformity. I'll do this. I won't change my internal beliefs, but I'll change my behavior because I don't want to face the repercussions or appear deviant from what the others are doing. For this, I have a very nice example, which is fun. So assume that from there are ten people at Takshila, and eight of them use MacBooks. Okay, and Carl, you join and you walk in, and you have a Windows laptop. Okay. and uh, you see that everyone is has a macbook and you talk to everyone and because of costly information and everything else you gather information that macbooks have a performance advantage over others over your windows laptop so you buy a macbook okay this is informational conformity your internal views have changed about macbooks you had a windows laptop before this you came at takshila you saw that maximum people were using macbooks so you talked to them and then you came to know that this is a better way okay then the same situation but you find out that macbooks don't have any advantage over your current machine so carl what will you do now hmm Yeah, so I think yeah, I, I would still buy the MacBook, right? Because you don't want to appear uh, different from. Oh, so you will be normative to the group, yeah. Yeah, I had not. Yeah, yeah, it may not have an intrinsic advantage as far as I am concerned, but the sheer fact that other people have a MacBook might just you know might just yeah, give so- us a decision. I had not thought that Carl, you are so meek and so amicable to societal pleasures. That is all right. Yeah. So this is first was the informational conformity. Second is normative conformity. What we started was with learning biases, which are content and context. Context. Maybe we had success, prestige mm-hmm. biases. Then we have conformity biases. Conformity biases are also sort of like the part of context biases. 
कन्फॉर्मेटिव बायसेस हैज टू पार्ट्स इंफॉर्मेशनल एंड नॉर्मेटिव कन्फॉर्मेटिव एंड वन मोर एग्जांपल दैट आई लाइक टू गिव इज इंडिया सक्सेसफुल पोलियो इरेडिकेशन द एड कैंपेन ऑफ पोलियो सो द गवर्नमेंट चूज अमिताभ बच्चन अमिताभ बच्चन इफ यू थिंक वेरी लॉजिकली इफ यू आर रनिंग अ पोलियो कैंपेन यू वुड वांट समबडी if you don't know about this and you don't take societal considerations into consideration do you think that you want maybe the head of india's polio program or maybe a very renowned scientist working on or a researcher working on polio to be the face but if you know about how the society works and how culture works amitabh bachan was a very good choice because people have these biases and they look at him and they say that so this is a very successful person and he is promoting this and he is doing this so you think that first it gives legitimacy to the polio campaign and the polio vaccine also and also people now have this subconscious bias the biases we talked about they see that he is very successful and we can we should but this is all subconscious okay we should try to emulate what he is doing or we should emulate what he is doing because he is very successful and we can also become successful by doing sort of what he does or what he promotes or this is how you become successful so not a very sort of logical choice if you don't take everything else into consideration but he was a very successful choice because of all these biases wow that was actually one of the more sort of interesting examples uh, in the context of you know these learning biases do you have any recommendations for books or references that people can of course i mean your newsletters one that people should sort of refer to but are there any sort of authors or folks that you have read about who work on these topics yeah, that so you would want to give a shout out this sort of best this is explained best in joe henrich's book called why humans cooperate so it's a good book you can go read it mm. and a lot of our work is based on people like joe hendrich and yeah so they are like doing very well in the field and they have been very helpful for our research yeah that sounds great so you know just before we leave i just wanted to tell our listeners that takshila institutions one year program uh, the post graduate program public policy uh, the applications are open so if you're interested or if anyone who you know is looking to do a course like us on public policy please let them know and they can head on over to school.takshila.org.in and find the requisite details to apply so thanks harshit this was quite an interesting and absorbing episode so where can people subscribe yeah, to so it's at substack called insight from biology great thanks to everyone for listening to another episode of atp we'll be back with more episodes very soon thanks carl thank thanks, you for having me and see you also If you liked our show, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can tune into them on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcast.com, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow IVM on social media. The handle is at IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And hey, if you'd like to dive into Takshashila's research on technology, strategy, and economic affairs, check us out at our Twitter handle. at takshashila inst or our website takshashila.org.in